Greetings. This is Lord Vader. And I'm Admiral Akbar. Don't listen to him. It's a trap. Oh my. Are all these people in one room? This is terrifying, R2. We're doomed. Hey, would you shut up back there? I'm trying to get the hyperdrive to work. Urgh. Strange. Do not argue with each other. Be peaceful, you must. Listen to Craft Blues and Geek News. Happy you will be. So welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Rumashes Clubcast. Here is what you have to look forward to in tonight's episode. I'm smelling what you're stepping in. That's a good one. You can have that. I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. It's fine. Uh, another I one. Just, I think it just ruined it. I haven't read the notes. What does it stand for? <laughs> Electronic 3. What are they going to do next year when it's E4? No. It's, not, it's, not e, it's not E4. It's just that's what it is. <laughs> clap, 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 clap. No, 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 no. I'm redacting those claps. Sorry, Ryan. Electronic Entertainment Expo is everything. No, no, that doesn't work. Did you try and use is with an E? I feel like we're whispering. Don't whisper. Stupid let's, rubs off, man. Let's do the whole show like this, though. Don't do dogs. Where do you see our show? <laughs> I have to turn our volumes on the And then we can surprise them. Yeah! <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that was a lot. I feel like you just blew out a couple Honda Accord got... speakers. <laughs> no, I'll equalize it. It'll be fun. Uh, we will tend to this later. We will tend to it right now. What are we tending to? Let's get started. <laughs> wow really somebody's got the burpees now is this checking the mic dude sound check speed check roll roll speed can we go back to whispering sound sound speed yeah we're not going back to whispering you're welcome to whisper the entire time if you'd like though ryan i can't take you seriously because i watched the departed last night yeah you you saw my half brother ah you a quap e3 uh the entertainment uh geez it's gonna be hard to look at you from here on out we could have had a magic hat trick. Dude, oh! oh so I am one of the few people who was uh, was absolutely butthurt by Last Jedi. Not uh, few. There, there's many. And uh, I am quite butthurt about uh, The Last Jedi. Like, So is this going to be the reason that we don't get a solo two? A solo dolo, if you will? Like, <laughs> We're not getting a solo dolo. Well, then that's <laughs> hashtag solo dolo. Oh, man, we haven't done a hashtag in a while. Do you feel the need? The need? Hmm. Do you feel the need? The need? The need. Do you feel the need? I'm waiting for you to finish the line. Ah, uh, speed! What if Top Gun 2 is the sharks from Deep Blue Sea flying planes with Samuel L. Jackson? God. And Tom Cruise is the only guy that can take them all out. Oh, my God. Sharks have flippers, right? Do you feel the need for teeth? Nope. Hate that. <laughs> all right. Hate all that right. real bad. Mm, Do you best. feel the need to feed? Boom. There it is. That's it. End scene. The Labo, the Labo Ryan is the is the cardboard kit that you could buy to put your oh. video game stuff into, and then you could have sex with it. What? <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> we have to move on. Goddamn dinosaurs! Whoa, where? <clears throat> how do we get here? I don't. From I, Pokemon's. Okay, I still don't follow. But Ryan, you got anything on that? Hmm. All right, moving on. When he touches the pillow, it's like, where did the bad man touch you? Point to it on <laughs> oh, the pillow. Oh my god! <laughs> this is taking a turn.
Welcome to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, craft brews and geek news. Sit back, pour yourself a pint, and let's get into it. Now here's the founder of the Brewmasters Club and your host, Donnie Gallagher. Welcome, Craft Beer. We are the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club here. Craft Brews and Geek News, talking about national stories, local flavors, and your favorite geeky nuggets of pop culture. I am Donnie, joined this evening by two lovely, handsome young gentlemen. First off, Mr. Lausman, how are you this evening? Uh, I'm doing good, man. <laughs> Just, really? uh, yeah, I'm real excited about the show. All right. Well, uh, very much to be excited about. We are less than... Like, well, less than a week is not even fair. It's like three days away from E3. Uh, the entertainment. Oh, geez. <laughs> I forgot already. Electronic. We rehearsed. Electronic. <laughs> it is the Electronic Entertainment Expo. Got it. Excavator. And one other gentleman to join. One other gentleman to join us and talk about it this evening is Mr. Broodboy813. Ryan, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, Donnie. I'm doing great. No, don't do that. No, okay. <laughs> so, so in full part. context, yeah, in full context, I told Ryan that I watched The Departed last night, and he honestly looks like Leonardo DiCaprio precisely when he's playing that role in The Departed. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be hard to look at you from here on out. <laughs> uh, well, it's great to be here. How's that? I just want to know, are you a co-op? Not today. Wait, that was I. Wait, that was Australian. That was Australian. Take two. I went straight from Boston to Australia. That was a quick flight. It's pronounced Boston, by the way. Boston. Uh, move along. What? Move along. <laughs> <laughs> what we do on this particular podcast is, as mentioned before, we talk about national stories. Um, we talk about beer stories. We talk about geeky nuggets of pop culture as we spit a little tease out there e3 is coming up uh starting first thing monday morning actually i think it starts just before we'll get into that in a minute but as we kick off every episode of, of the brewmasters club podcast craft brews and geek news we talk about what are we drinking at the moment what are we going to drink in the near future who wants to kick us off boys you said what we're drinking at this current moment and i thought we had to do it while we were drinking and be like <laughs> one of those for, ventriloquist things for terrible oh. audio uh, um, <laughs> so I went budget-minded, believe it or not, um, and uh, Publix uh, had a, um, they were having a sale, a buy one, get one on some craft beer, and it was the Magic Hat TFG, and uh, yeah, funny that you mentioned that, or that <laughs> I mentioned that, because I went to two different Publixes and bought them out. <laughs> oh uh, my god, you animal. <laughs> Well, I did it because if you do the math, that's $5 a six-pack. You can't get Bud Light for that. No, so it's, that's a good deal. It's a heck of a deal. Good enough for me to go to two different Publixes. <laughs> so, um, love it, by the way, actually. Uh, this has been fantastic. The TFG is their <laughs> India Pale Ale. Um, <laughs> it's their rock-solid IPA. I don't know how much further I should go on about it. Um, well, it well, I mean, maybe it was Donnie just with this. Well, maybe we, just, maybe we just talk about it together because obviously both of us shop at public. So it is a pleasure there to shop. But It is. Um, it's always a pleasure. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I brought the same thing. So, um, Ryan, I'm, I'm hoping you don't have the TFG. Well, it's funny that you brought up the buy oh, one no. get one situation. <laughs> oh no! Because I bought no, I I did. I bought Magic Cats, not so uh, India Pale Ale, whatever. 
but I was going for that one to share oh, on the podcast. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> but they were sold out completely. So I have a rain check for three sets. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. We could have had a magic hat trick. Dude. Oh, dick. Oh, I can <sighs> still go. I, I still have magic hat in the fridge. Well, we technically do have a magic hat trick because Ryan did get a rain check. And that's I did. amazing that Publix does that. So for all intents and purposes, for the first time in wow. 69 episodes, we all undisclosed <laughs> brought the same beer. I, I blame Publix. <laughs> Ryan's freaking out right now. I can't even say it. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. I'm not gonna lie. There are yeah. no 69 jokes going on tonight. Nope. Okay. Well, you realize that you realize that it's been literally 70. It's been more than that. So we have we have like almost. I think we have 90 some odd episodes posted. But wow, it's the first time in nearly a hundred episodes, we we have all bought the same beer for the same same episode. <sighs> Wow. That's what are the odds? Bad. What are the odds of that? Of all the beers, you can't pass that bargain up. And it's delicious. <laughs> well, and also they, they position it very well. Like it was like as soon as you walk in the door, they're like, hey, you want to get this uh this 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 beer? I was like, oh well, I've never had that beer. That's fine. Let's try it out. It's and not me. 12 Dude. pack for ten dollars. Yeah, sure. I yeah. got I actually got the last two six packs at each Publix that I went to. Both times, like I, I went in there and I was like, "Oh, there's only two left." I was like, "Well, you kind of can't pass that up." So I, I swooped them both. I wasn't even going. One of them, I was trying to go to a Burger King and got all turned around. Well, see what you should have done there. Last man, exited was the Publix before you were looking for your Burger King, but anyways, yeah, that too. But no, you should have bought them, then gone back inside and said, "Uh, you guys are out of this. Can I get a rain check? And can I get three sets?" And that would have worked. Yeah. <laughs> not that's to take it, it, not take advantage of it, but anyway, that's. That's cool, yeah. and that's how you screw Publix. No, it's it's very good. So, but the, but the beer. Okay, so so now that we've all talked about, so Ron, I'm guessing you haven't actually tried it. Uh, not not that specific one. No, I had the not so IPA or something okay. like that, which is really good. It's like five point one percent. Well, we'll we'll get back to you. These these bad boys, I think, are six point seven. But Laos, what what did you think about it? Extremely smooth. And my favorite part about them is they don't have that like kind of crazy. I, I want to say almost like. Uh, like marzipan, almost like back taste. Like sometimes I'll drink uh, a marzipan, the malty, like real. Yeah, and it, it just—it's so overpowering that when I drink it, I'm just like, okay, I can have two of those, maybe. Like this is—it just is smooth the whole time. It's never abrupt. It's not very in your face. So you would um, say it's a rock solid IPA. Mm, yeah, yeah, <laughs> certainly no, would. I, I. I I don't. It's it, it's a juice. It is a juice. It says so on here. I think whilst you wrote you read through half of it, but yeah, it's got a, a smooth melt backing, which is exactly what you're describing. I don't taste any grapefruit. I get a little bit of peach, orange, no cherry, uh, but it is smooth and it, it is a juicier IPA, right? Like it has yeah. more of that fruit characteristic to it. I'll say this. Uh, I drank one the other day, and uh, my girlfriend said, "Did you just eat an orange?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> That's weird. And then I didn't realize until later I read the can. I go, oh, yeah, there's citrus in here. <laughs> yeah, it, it is quite citrusy. It's pretty good. So I, I do like it. And that's just it's just crazy that all three of us um, gravitated towards the BOGO craft. Well, eh, never mind. Now I'm saying it out loud. I realize it's not really a coincidence. We just all wanted to get the BOGO craft beer. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. I mean, that's cool. It's just bizarre that we all picked the same one. But but but. Anyways, Lost Man, you got anything else to roll it out with that on the TFG? 
Uh, I don't know how long Publix is doing a sale, but if you're listening to this in the state of Florida, drop what you're doing, call into work, go to Publix. <laughs> call into work? Immediately. Go into Publix on your way to work. <laughs> There's no time for that. Cancel you all might, your plans. You know everyone <laughs> listening to this is running late already. All right? <laughs> just Probably. go. Just You got to call in. And if you do like a two-hour thing, you might as well just call the whole day. You know this. <laughs> I don't need... This isn't new to you. Sit with yeah. your, your six-packs... Yeah, absolutely. And then just double on back home and then kick it and enjoy the day. <laughs> no, I don't think Pop that. out those aviators because you ain't doing shit. <laughs> hey, it's funny <laughs> you bring up aviators, a little tease for Top Gun 2 coming up later. Anyways, Ryan, what are you drinking? <laughs> well, what I had in my glass <laughs> when we started the segment Correct. was the uh, Tokabaga Red India Pale Ale from Cigar City Brewing and... I, I love this beer. It's a red IPA. I think I, I might have shared this a couple of months back, if I'm not mistaken, where it's just a, well, no, that might have been Diver Down, but again, a really good um, red ale that's not appreciated. It is an IPA. It's malt forward. It's just a good blend of, of uh, hops and just malt flavors. It's just really, really, really delicious. So yeah, that's what I got tonight. And I got three of them. So there you go. <laughs> Fantastic. What do you got on tap or what's coming up next? Well, so I am tapped out, but what I have fermenting right now is the coconut and lime ale and the jalapeno IPA, which will be serving for the um, Tampa Bay Brewing Company's craft brewers uh, or home brewers uh, competition, June 23rd. So there won't be anything on tap till after that <laughs> in my kitchen or in my uh, kegerator but everything will be getting ready for that event so yeah fantastic no and i wanted to i wanted to share with you the so remember that um that 300 uh micron mesh reusable essentially muscle yeah. bag yeah it yeah. arrived it arrived today i checked it out it fits in each of my pico um kegs sweet so what i'm gonna do on sunday considering that we brewed it last friday um i'm gonna go ahead and test it out on the lipstick on a zombie pig because we're gonna drop it in with i've pre-measured out my quarter pounds of strawberries and my you know half ounce of um of basil and i froze it last night it's thawing now so by friday it should be good to go i think when i drop them in there on sunday um, evening and let them sit for five days on the beer and then i'll cold crash next friday and by two weeks from next friday so basically right after your birthday loss man um lipstick on a pig a zombie pig should be good to go now the key difference is that when we did it with um with ryan spring system we we actually put all the ingredients in about 15 minutes left to the boil which gave us some good strawberry flavor and a little bit of basil but i don't know if we didn't put the quantity in correctly or if it cooked out too much but it just didn't have the same flavor I'm hoping in secondary it might, but I don't know. We'll see. That's the beauty of experimentation, my friend. Yeah. So, And I think that tool will be really useful, and uh, I hope it turns out good. Now, I will tell you, found out tonight that Tampa Bay Brewing Company does now have or were, or was brewing a strawberry basil ale, mm. but they might have forgotten the black pepper. I don't know. So. <laughs> well, I, I don't remember the black pepper being a really strong flavor in that beer. Mossman, correct me if I'm wrong, but... Yeah, I think it grounded it though a little bit. Like I think it kept it from it's running like, away from the sweet. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll happen. We'll we'll just have we'll to have see. to try it. Yeah. yeah but I can't wait to, to try see. yours. And I, I'm actually really happy to have been part of that process in the brewing because it changed my mind. I mean, it was so peaceful. 
it was peaceful yeah. brewing in my opinion so yeah, yeah it was neat i just i have that when i close my eyes and i imagine that beer the, the original zombie on a or excuse me lipstick on a pig that is, it, it is still to my to this day one of my most favorite beers so we've got to get back there somehow but it's good to have goals right absolutely so yep. so three weeks hence literally another show we we may uh we may have some some there we go to talk about so good all right well let's not uh let's not burn too much time we have a lot to talk about um essentially then the next thing i have here on the news we've already talked about the pico packs that that i've got uh in my possession now of course one of those was the uh lipstick on a zombie pig that we're brewing now i also have the triple thanks to everybody uh that went online to our group there and voted and it, i don't know if you guys noticed but there's a lot of traction on that group now the facebook group craft brews geek news um your buddy you think it's your buddy ryan Corey. Corey. Cor- he, he's somebody submitted an obi-wan story today and there was somebody else that submitted something yesterday like there's a lot of traction no, on that group he's, that actually i've i've never i to my knowledge i don't think i've spoken with that guy uh but he seems pretty cool he's actually always commenting and and liking our posts and and, and engaging with us so it's uh and i think three of his friends actually sent us friend requests last night as well to be part of the facebook page which cool. was kind of nice. So they're yeah, all well, in the group now because they all like craft beer. So yeah, well, we're almost. I think we're we're like looking at seventy, seventy-five, something like that. But again, you know, we started this thing like two months ago. So uh, thanks for everybody who's joining, and and please continue the conversation. Talk about whatever you want. I I tried to tease some stuff out there tonight that the group has taken off so well, and uh, we do appreciate everybody that does uh, join, support, and uh, and just throws conversation around because there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of news. There's a lot of, of fun stuff that we talk about, and you won't get it all if you just listen to the podcast, of course. So join the group, Facebook um, Facebook group, Craft Brews Geek News. It is private because everybody in there is awesome, and they've all been very supportive and nice, and we want to keep it that way. So if you join the group and you're an asshole, you get bounced the F out. So so don't <laughs> be one. But do join if you, if you like the conversation. Moving on. So we do this thing every two weeks right so every thursday every other thursday we record an episode we try to provide content between as often as we can we do beer fests and private interviews and all sorts of fun stuff but last let's see i don't know when it was but uh the 30th of may the pico brew system and if you're again part of the facebook group made a huge announcement for, I, I guess it's effective january 2019 uh pico brew owners will be able to actually buy a reusable fully customizable empty pico pack so that now as we said the only crux to this system that is the pico brew um is that you can't physically go to your local you know beer supply store drop in your grains in your bill and then brew the beer you want to and that was the key difference between how brian brews how ryan brews beer and how i brew beer is that Ryan has to has the ability to go out and customize it to the nth degree. I have to literally build a grain bill, which I did, and which we have now, the, the lipstick on a zombie pig, you know, brewing. But this is the absolute game changer that we were talking about. And as of right now, it's 50 bucks um, on Kickstarter, on Pika Brew's Kickstarter campaign um, to help launch the Pico U. So I wanted to open up to you guys just to talk about, but it is, a, is that not the coolest thing that Pico Brew has launched since the Pico Brew? Big fan of it. Yeah, sounds awesome. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work because obviously you would want to put your ingredients in and then make sure that the machine, you know, that the programming is correct, so that uh, you know, say for instance, the lipstick on a zombie pig. If it turns out that boiling it for the last fifteen minutes is the best way to do it, 
how do we get to program that? I mean, are these things reusable? Are they a one one and done? I mean, I don't know, but um, the original kit, you get five Pico packs, five hot packs, five mash bins um, for 50 bucks. I mean, that's awesome. Then you get the stainless clamps that can adhere the top to the bin itself. Um, you get the bittering, you know, uh, pieces of it too. So very cool stuff. Uh, but this this is the game changer that we said, hey, listen, if Pico offered this, it is unstoppable in terms of uh, the convenient craft brewer, right? Absolutely, and and you can as so, Donnie, you 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 said it yourself. You put together the recipe for your newest uh, lipstick on a zombie pig, right? You you did that from the website, but they they send it to you. So, which is fantastic. But what if you have another idea, just like an inspirational idea? You write it down real quick, and you want to go and brew it. Now you can have that freedom to just go fill your grains, come back and just brew something same day. You don't have to wait for something to come. Not not that it's a bad thing to wait for, but it's a little more freedom and uh, a little more expressed. And it kind of goes along with the whole Pico Brew system as being, I wouldn't call it express brewing, but it's more simplified in nature. And, and I think that adds to the simplification of it. I, I totally agree. I think the, the funny thing is too, like I know you guys aren't in them, but like, there's a there's a pretty strong Reddit group and there's a really strong Facebook group that is all about the Pico Brewers. So if you're a Pico Brewer, you know you can simply just just add, join the group as well, just just like our Facebook group. But in that group, and only because I've been since I started this Pico journey, I've been searching and, and lusting after this zombie on a lipstick pig, which obviously is a pale ale with some serious adjunct influence. And every, every I would say out of the 10 comments they get six to eight of them are about how to add raspberry or strawberry or blackberry or cherry to their pico brew because the fact that you can't do that now previously before these brew your own pico packs um it's just amazing that every every like a lot a lot of the chatter in that group is all about how to add adjuncts to your beer because people love brewing beer sure but the part of brewing beer is the fact that you got to customize it and influence it a bit which is why like when i brewed my custom pack for this lipstick on a zombie pig which it could come out like crap but it could come out perfectly right the process that I'm taking is different than any other person that's ever brewed this has done. And that's the best part about craft beer and craft brewing. And I think that is the most interesting part about this is that we weren't the only ones. Like I said, eight out of 10 comments or questions in that group came from, well, how do you age it over peaches or whatever else you want to do? Um, I just found that very intriguing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's fantastic. That is exactly what we were asking for. I mean, it, I kind of like it. I mean, how, uh, so the way, just so I understand the way that you can order a custom Pico pack right now is where you say what you want and they send you the the actual little bag. And then you kind of just, if you follow the instruction from there. Well, it's neat. Like the one that I actually ordered is you go in and there's like a, imagine like a slider, right? So you say, how yeah. many grains do you want? I want this many grains I want of this variety. I want this thing. And then you go on to the next stage and say, well, what kind of hops do you want? Well, I'm looking for a citrusy hop, but I want it to be a little bit sweet. And then I want a really strong aroma. And I want it to be really bitter. So you go back and add two ounces of this. Two ounces. It's really, it's a very unique um, and dynamic uh, order builder, if you will. And then you get to, like to the next stage. Well, I really want it to smell very strong. And so at the end, you have like this totally custom made beer and a little description that says exactly what you could expect from it. But you never really know right until you actually brew it. So the online, you know, assembly 
customizably is very cool, but it, it, it does fail in the fact that Ryan and I cannot go to our local homebrew store together and buy our grain bills and then go back to our houses and make the same beer, the same beer. Mm-hmm. This this now gives you the chance. I don't have. I previously I wouldn't have had an option to say, well, in the fourth stage of, of of hopping, I want to add some jalapenos at this temperature. My gut says this now allows me to do that. You fill up your adjuncts, you fill up your grain bill, and you do exactly what you want to. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it's going to exactly function, but it gives you the full customizable ability as a regular home brewer. So, so quick, quick question based on how you just described, like what you did online when you ordered it, will that segue into this? Uh, Absolutely. You know, it has okay. to. Because, yeah, yeah. because to get the right size grain bill to, to match that, will they allow you to have an online account that says, Hey, not only are we going to help you make sure that your ingredients are well balanced with whatever you, you know, you want to brew, but we're going to store this online for you with your online account. So you can go back to it. So your recipes are safe and all of that. Does it kind of circumvent that back through? Is that, I I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's, it's got to, I I don't know either, but the only way that they're describing here is that you'll be able to literally do just that. So I have faith, I have faith in this company that they're, they're going to make, make technology like that a, a, able to happen. Um, but this is a first step in that direction. And yeah. It's just so bizarre because ever since we started playing around with this thing, we're like, we really need this. It really needs this. If this did, this would be a game changer. And now they're doing it like game changer, man. So it was only like a month know. and a half ago that we were talking about. That, I know. Man. I know. So they, obviously so. they were, they were working on this. They had it in the hopper for a long time. Oh, so like, yeah. well, it'd be really neat too. If, if, you know, almost like a social media platform kind of thing where people could, share their recipes and their beers and their their you know how the flavor profiles so you could say hey i really like the way this guy made his beer sound that's his own recipe i want to try making that in my pico that's already that's already in place so oh is it okay yeah that's already in place so like if the if the zombie lipstick pig comes out real well i can i can submit it for um not replication but for you know a highlight and i can say hey if you guys want this flavor this is how i did it here's the recipe here's how you dry hop with it xyz and you can you can put it back on the market then we and we talked about this before if i did that i would get residual sales off everything that was sold uh-huh. from that pack. so like you get 10 okay. percent of the 25 dollars that it costs to order those ingredients so um that's something they've always had in place but okay i i, I must have missed that part sorry yeah, it was a couple weeks ago. It's all good. But that is literally um, most of the beer knowledge, beer stories that I had this evening. Do you guys have anything you want to touch on before we move on to the geek news uh, section of this podcast? Narp. <laughs> Narp. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a busy week for geek news specifically. Um, I know that a certain uh, Laos A man has not seen the solo movie yet, so we won't spoil it for him. But um, no spoilers, whatever. It's a box office disaster, and it's 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 making a lot of heads spin in the uh, Disney movie machine. Uh, I, Ryan, again, if we're thinking about this, like we talked about the last one, without any spoilers, I'll start it off. I honestly really, really enjoyed the movie. Uh, it wasn't necessarily that I enjoyed it because it was an excellent portrayal of a Star Wars story or that it was better or worse than Rogue One. I feel like it was very different from a Rogue One from any other story. Um, I liked it because it told a classy Western fun story and the throwbacks 
uh, we're, like Glaus, man, the reason I'm dying for you to watch this is because it it makes callbacks from uh, Battlefront Two on the um, Xbox original Xbox makes makes callbacks to Battlefront One, like not even prequel. It's prequel stuff, but it's stuff that you wouldn't even have noticed if you didn't play those games. It makes callbacks to characters that you you thought were dead and gone or or that were uh no longer in existence so it was just a it was a nostalgia trip and it introduced the falcon and all that kind of crap in a, in a wonderful way that i just really enjoyed there were a couple things of course you know there's always a couple things that take you out of it and that's fine but overall i think it's a story you'll really enjoy so that was my take on it um the problem is that the box office is reflecting a 103 million and you guys all called much, much higher, if not twice as high, um, in your predictions uh, of that. But Ryan, what what were your non-spoiler um, kind of opinions of the uh, of the movie? Just just briefly. Well, I, I'm going to take an outside perspective, analytical sort of uh, analysis perspective. Damn it, I said the same words in like multiple ways. But two of or one of the two, I'm going to say for the podcast. The other, feel free to cut out because it may have no relevancy whatsoever. Okay. The first strongest point that I can make is this is a hot movie blockbuster summer, if you will. And we are coming off Infinity Wars. We are coming off um, even Deadpool 2. And I don't know about you, Donnie, but I went to the movies four times last month. I saw Infinity Wars twice. Okay. And thankfully, I went with you for Deadpool. So I didn't have to pay to get in, but I still paid for beer. People don't have a lot of money to go to all of these fantastic movies. And this one, I think, is just going to be on their list to do or rent from Redbox. I don't think that people are going to overlook this movie, but I think this is one of those movies because Jurassic Park is coming out in, in a couple weeks. And I think there's another one, uh, Ant Man's coming out in July, correct? Like, there's a lot of movies coming out that people are like, hey, I want to go see, but I don't want to spend 20 bucks a person every time I go to the movies. That's my main sort of pushing point to this where they're like solo can take the back seat because we got episode nine coming soon right so oh uh what, a year from now something like that yeah year and a half <clears throat> year and a half so so i think they're taking a back seat coming off episode eight the second point is this and if i'm if i'm wrong i'm wrong and you can cut this out completely a week or two before the movie came out donald glover did a music video <laughs> And if you think about it with the way things are right now, hardcore fans of anything would either be turned on or turned off. Now, I'm not saying it's had a direct correlation to why people aren't going to see this movie, but there is some potential backlash for the music video that he had and then the role of Lando that he's playing. That's Again, I could be completely wrong, and you can cut that part out, but that was my second point. Not going to cut it out, but, but I actually spoke to Laos this morning about that. Um, okay. Very okay. same thing. And Laos, you had a very strong opinion. So, do you remember what we talked about this morning about being butt hurt by the uh, Last Jedi? Yeah, we we did have a bit of a heart to heart on that one. Um, so I, I, so I am one of the few people who was uh, was absolutely butt hurt by Last Jedi. Not uh, few. There, there's many. And again, the point of what I brought that up for this morning was that the Last Jedi divided the fans for good or for bad. They said you. Ryan Johnson did his own thing, and you either liked it or you didn't. That's yeah. it. It's polarizing. Uh, no, it, it it was absolutely polarizing, and and it it, it you know. I don't know if I 100% agree with Donnie's point on this one, only because it was polarizing. Yes, 
Uh, I am quite butthurt about uh, The Last Jedi, but that made me somehow way more excited about the Solo movie because I thought to myself, man, okay, here's an opportunity. Here is a great opportunity for them to learn and say, okay, we may have done some things wrong. We may have made some people mad, but this is this is something we can do to kind of say, okay, all right, we're making a new movie. We're, we're telling a new story. We're, it's a side story. We get that. Uh, I got real excited about that, and that's, that's primarily what I think I'm most excited about is that they can say, okay, we learned a little bit. Maybe we're just going to move in a slightly different direction. Um, we've got some flexibility because it's not, you know, the central story. But yeah, I'm 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 hoping that some of the things I'm saying are true. <laughs> oh, it's very true. But but Laos, would you consider yourself a hardcore fan, a medium fan, or just like a casual fan? I would say hardcore. Yeah, okay. we went around the table well, today at work, and how many people had dressed up for an opening of Star Wars? I was one of the only, actually. Well, do you remember also this morning how I said it was 100% your fault that Star Wars, a solo movie, is not doing well at the box office? Because first off, it came out damn near three weeks ago. And have you seen it yet? No. Mr. Hardcore Fan? Well, yeah. Is it because you got butthurt by The Last Jedi? <laughs> uh, probably wouldn't call it that, but that didn't help. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just I'm saying the divisiveness of The Last Jedi through a lot of really solid Star Wars fans into in and, and the casual fans. It split a lot of people and said, I'm you know, I'm not sure if I need to go out and see this. There, to your point, Avengers, Deadpool 2, Ryan used to the same thing. Uh, they sh- they need to stop, and I think they will. I think this is the last Star Wars movie they will ever come out in May. December is Star Wars, period. It's no two, three movies a year. It is own December and make it your thing. They could have pushed it. They could have waited. Different things might have happened. Uh, repercussions, I don't know. But for Pete's sake, like like Avengers came out two weeks before. That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. That's- well, yeah. And you make a great point because I think even Rogue One came out in December. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. It, it wasn't a, a, a summer movie blockbuster, well, if you will. Wasn't it? Rogue- wasn't it? Wasn't it? Was it? Or was it February? No, it wasn't February. I'll have to Google it because it no, definitely. I think it, I think it was December. I think it was. So it was episode seven. Then it was Rogue One, right? And then episode eight a year a year later. Uh, yeah, it was December. You're right. Yeah, there you go. So to call. your credit, mm-hmm. I think you're absolutely right. There shouldn't be a Star Wars movie intermittent. Yeah. So Force Awakens came out <clears throat> in eight December 18, 2015. Um, Rogue One came out December 10, 2016. Solo came the, which is the second the second standalone movie came out May 24th, 2018. Uh, four months, five months after the last oh my came God. Out in December. Episode one came out May 19th, 1999. There the fucking reason is right there. Well, we no, we announced that when we when we were talking about solo, it solo oh. was the only other Star Wars movie to come out on that same day in may but they were doing that as a is a nostalgic kick but that was when it was planned when they kicked it over to, to ronnie howard they should have been like listen man we're gonna push it just push it push it to december and keep it there because they did two months of marketing which is not a lot they did it right after the last jedi which was not well received by all fans and they did it amongst mm. superhero summer you know what i mean like it, it just they set it up for failure so uh, they really did they, they really, really did. did yeah they really did I don't. I don't think that again. Haven't seen it yet, but I don't think that the time, uh, you know, of release it should, you know, warrant how much a movie is going to actually make. I mean, I know that plays a part of it, 
But I just I hate that we're talking about like months here because like imagine this conversation two years from now everyone's gonna be like May what about June though like it doesn't matter you know in my opinion <laughs> that doesn't matter that we're forgetting about June push like just clipping out that portion of our calendars I mean I don't know that kind of sucks like like so is this gonna be the reason that we don't get a solo two a solo dolo if you will like we're not getting a solo dolo well that hashtag solo dolo oh man we haven't done a hashtag in a while (laughs) well but that's that sucks though man like solo dolo (laughs) so now so now now we don't get a solo dolo because we accidentally pushed it to may and now everyone's butthurt again like I don't know. Maybe we can fly through space about it, but whatever. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, I'm telling you, like, there was a lot of things. I, I don't know what it was, but there was a lot of things that, that were playing against that movie. And I just feel bad for it because I really, really enjoyed it. I enjoyed Rogue One for sure, but I really, really enjoyed Solo 2. It, it, it gave Solo 1. It gave me, it gave me a lot of, um, that nostalgia stuff that I, it was the movie I didn't need, didn't think I needed. But now I'm happy I have. That, that's what it is. But that's so. what I was saying. Like, yeah. you haven't been like, oh, man, that boat scene. Am I right? Like, you've not been like, the movie sucked. Like, or it had a crappy. No. I mean, obviously, everyone has a crappy part. But you're not like, oh, man, that thing was just a big old stinker on it. Like, you were like, this is a great movie. It came out in a crappy time. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. That's really it. That shouldn't judge a movie's merit, though. And that's what bugs me about friggin' all this, you know, box office, big box office smash, whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> Blockbuster, no, I, yeah. I, I totally get it too, man. And like, there, you know, hey, the movie made 150 million. Like, is that good? Is that real good? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not good. It's not good because this movie cost 300 million to make because of the reshoots. So a hundred million on opening weekend is not good. And Lousy, you are a hundred percent to blame. On the, the second or third weekend after that, uh, even worse from what I understand. Well, Rogue, Rogue One made $500 million, uh before it cleared like any kind of global numbers. So Solo's, Solo may make $200 million, which means it's a $100 million deficit, which so, is bad for Disney. So how do we gauge this moving forward with these movies? Because there's... Um, there's talks of other movies. I think what Obi Wan Kenobi movies or something like that possibly Obi-Wan, in the works. Obi Wan and Boba Fett are already in the works. They're happy. right. So, so we've kind of talked about it a little bit. But what do we expect from those release day weekends? I mean, that's it'll be is this going to set the president? Okay, well, good. Then, then there you go. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I don't. I don't know that. I'm just saying it'll 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 be a little more strategic. I believe the the biggest problem. So if you look at this, this this what this is my opinion. If you look at this compared to Marvel, right? Marvel is 19 movies in still with those two included um, Rogue One and Solo. You're looking at 11 movies for the Star Wars franchise completely. Now, mm. this is the 70s. This is the 2000s with, with George Lucas just doing his own thing. This is this is this is the new stuff in 2015, 16, 17, 18. You're looking at nine or 11 movies, 19 movies in the last, I don't know, 10 years when did when did iron man one come out 2008 so 10 years right 19 movies but yet the marvel universe is so cohesive and so integrated that it works and it works on almost every level no matter how old or young or whatever fan base you are so why why does that work well if you remember when when they decide wow uh, iron man did really well we're gonna set up 
a phase one, a phase two, a phase three, and we're going to roll all these movies out. And maybe some of those movies fell off the radar, came back in, were, you know, prioritized, deprioritized, but they had a plan. The Star Wars franchise, when they came out and said, J.J. Abrams is going to direct episode seven, or I'm sorry, episode, you know, eight, or whatever it was, The Force Awakens, he was like, oh, yeah, we're just going to make this one, and then we'll make another one. And then we'll make another one, but we don't have necessarily a unified plan. The thing they're missing from this equation is this unified plan. And, it, and it's equating to this now where they're knee-jerk reacting to every little thing and every little movie drop that happens, right? Have you have you thought about it like that? No. <laughs> That's pretty solid. I like that. Yeah, that was a good explanation there. I mean, Marvel has a plan, but there is no plan for Star Wars. They make a movie. They see how it does. They they, they rotate and they go, okay, well, let's try it this way. All right, well, let's try this. Well, let's throw in these standalone things, but there's no plan. Well, but put a, put a plan. Marvel, Marvel also, similarly to DC, has comic books to go off of that are 30, 40, 50 years old, whereas Star Wars is its, is its own universe. Now, there are books, but, but Donnie, you've, you've read a lot of the books. Like when, when Solo, when you were watching it, was there a lot of references? Was there stories? Was there plot lines that hinted towards all of this stuff? Like, I mean, well, that's people the are, funny. People are coming up with because that's that's the problem. I think right there, there's a disconnect because people don't know a lot about Solo's history before he met Luke. Like to them, Solo's story was told when he met Luke. So now yeah. telling the backstory is different because it's not like finding out how uh, uh, Stark, Tony Stark, becomes Iron Man. Yeah, it, there wasn't a Star Wars movie where you learn how Solo becomes Solo until 30, 40 years after the original movie. I mean, I feel like we could burn another hour. Yeah, we could, we could, we could, we could. But, but, but there's that—that's that, that, that's my point. Like to to, to kind of go off of yours. But I want to shoot a hole right in the center of your point because your your Do point it. is yeah. <laughs> your point is you're saying well, there's comic books that have been going on since the 50s. Well, that's fine. Star Wars started in the 70s, right? And they've been making expanded universe so stuff that disney literally said this is no longer canon it's no longer part of the universe and it's irrelevant but each movie they make they pluck a thing from each one of these things and they throw it into the movie universe so to say that star wars doesn't have 50 years of comics okay that's just inaccurate because they do they have the whole entire han solo had three kids at one point he was a uh, uh, he worked what? in the mines next to chewy he was he was saved by chewy at one point uh there's a million gajillion stories out there of this expanded universe that's st that star wars now owned by disney has de deemed not canon that's fine but they can pull from any one of those stories to make this cohesive picture. The thing is that they're not doing is they're not saying, well, let's look two, three, four movies from now like Marvel did. And they own Marvel too. So like they have the footprint. They just don't have the mastermind that's steering the ship behind you know, Kathleen Kennedy, who's simply just a producer. But um, we got to move on. Lost Man, did yeah. you have anything else? Uh, sounds like Donnie shot first on that one, Ryan. Eat it, Greedo. <laughs> all right, that's all I'm going to get a beer. <laughs> all <right>. Okay. <laughs> great, great radio. <laughs> well, why he is uh, segueing into getting a beer, Lausman, I wanted to kick it off into the next story here. And just we can touch on this very briefly because we are not going to get to this E3 stuff if we don't keep moving along. But nope. did you see that they actually picked a story or a location for the um, Star Wars hotel? I did. Absolutely. So do you know where that is on the map? I mean, I didn't bring up like the map and. 
and look so at it. I, I, literally mean, have the, I literally have the map open. And I'm looking at it right now. So you know how Blizzard Beach is off of like um, Buena Vista Drive and it's past like the Hollywood Studios. So if you're coming from Downton Disney, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you go kind of past that way. You're heading towards Epcot. Before you hit Epcot on the right hand side is Disney Hollywood Studios. Yeah. The hotel will be on the south side of that. So closer to like um, ESPN World of Sports. But there is a, I'm looking at a map right now. There is a, a ton of real estate that's right there. And I think it's going to be basically a backdoor right into Hollywood Studios, which essentially will be where the, the Galaxy. No, okay, Hollywood, Hollywood Studios. Uh, we're, we're, yeah. You got it. Uh, no, I just I read into that wrong. I think we're. I thought you were going to take like an Epcot sort of perspective on it, and I was going to say we got a France situation. What is Our an Epcot? What is an Epcot sort of perspective? <laughs> I just uh, well, uh, Epcot's one of the few parks that has a back door, if you will, to the park itself. Truth. So I thought we were talking maybe a France type, like, oh, you can just enter through the park here. By the way, you're now at the Galaxy's Edge, and you're in Star Warston, and uh, just go from there. But honestly, that's you're exactly right, because the way that the magic, or not the magic, but the way the Hollywood Studios backs up to this intersection of where they're they're suggesting this is basically osceola parkway and world world drive so if you look at osceola parkway and world drive there's a huge plot of real estate and the closest thing to that is freaking toys um toy story and star tours so it is it is right in that quadrant in the park so i think you know makes perfect sense like you said for the back door on this episode 69 <laughs> <laughs> back door. Hey, we got one. There we go. Yeah, back door on F69. Well, I mean, that's not typically how it's done, but yeah. <laughs> hey, man, we had to throw a tie in there, anyways. Anyways, moving on. Lost Man, again, another quick one. Then we have to get to this E3 stuff. It is happening in like three days. So, jeez, uh, not even three days. It's literally happening in two days. Two days from now, E3 will be happening. So, in between, um, I just want to get you guys real quick hot pole. Hot pole here. We've done oh, this before. God. Hot pole. Um, oh. Hey, Ryan. Yeah. Watch this, love man. Do you feel the need? The need. Do mm. you feel the need? The need. The need. Do you feel the need? I'm waiting for you to finish the line. Ah, <laughs> <the> speed. Oh. <laughs> ah. oh, was I supposed speed. to finish the line? Is that what? I don't, I was know, man. I don't know where I was going with that. I just it was kind of out there. <laughs> Anyways, Maverick. Uh, wow. Top Gun Two. Begins production, huh? Pretty exciting. Ish. I can't wait. Oh, too many question marks on that. Nope. I noticed, yeah, notice a little hesitation there. Why? Why the hesitation? Top Gun 2? <sighs> Hell yeah, it's awesome. Well, yeah. So, honestly, Tom Cruise looks like he just left the set of Top Gun 1, but Val Kilmer does not. <laughs> he's, well, <it's>, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> he's, but, yeah. He's, uh, so, he's, it's a little different. Yeah, it's a little different, but I'm sure Tom. I'm sure. Okay, so Tom. Looks Cruise, aside, I won't judge the movie, but go ahead. Well, else, do you know what that that bird is in the background there? Uh, I was just actually pulling up the uh, the sweet pics on that. I was going to take a look at that. Uh, take a poke at that bird there. Um, I don't know what it is, but it looks it looks pretty intense. I'm guessing he's, of course, what an instructor, something like that. Looks and, like he's about to retire. Uh, yeah, of course. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> kind it's of like, ah, uh, I can't do this. A little, a little, 
Yeah, a little Murdoch um, situation going on. Uh, I think that's probably what it's going to be. And then they've got a fight against drones from some Mission Impossible spinoff. I don't, I don't know. And then it cross uh, crossbreeds into the Star Wars universe. No, I'm just kidding. I, I have to imagine that it's an F-22 Raptor, but I unconfirmed. I mean, you're the planeman. Planeman? Planeman? <laughs> Didn't, didn't we already have a drone fighting movie? What was that called? Like uh, with Jamie Foxx or something? It was like oh yeah 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 yeah. Um, I and the sky or stealth. 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 stealth yeah. That was no. That's different. That's not an F twenty two. That's a fictitious, ridiculous fictitious movie. Plane. Yeah, that's self intelligent. Like sharks well, and I deep blue it. sea. They're deep blue sea piloted sharks, right? The sharks pilot the planes, Ugh. and then yeah. Sharknado came around, and that just and really don't even fun. But actually, what? not so fun fact: Deep Blue Sea Two is coming out directly Ooh, to DVD, doggy. directly to DVD and digital, <laughs> very soon. You should be gravely disappointed. To I'll watch those mother this. effing sharks in a mother effing plane again. There would they have? Wait, a, oh my god! So I'm gonna what, need a bigger TV. What if Top Gun Two <laughs> is the sharks from Deep Blue Sea flying planes with Samuel L. Jackson? God. As he's disappearing, oh, sharks on a plane. <laughs> sharks on a plane. Um, highly illogical. Sharks on planes, <laughs> and Tom Cruise is the only guy that can take them all out. Oh <laughs> I don't. Do they all have little tiny like like reverse scuba tanks? Oh, I don't it's get full it. Of water. It's full. The planes. Oh, are full so of the water. whole plane's full of water. The cockpit's full of water. The cockpit's full of water. It's and the, the opposite. Sharks, so they're regular. in the ocean. So the plane crashes and no. plane flies. Oh, sharks. Planes, oh, it's it's as a plane flying through the Sharknado. Yeah, and they control oh. it with their flippers, like the plane, right? So they just they <laughs> sharks have flippers, right? <laughs> Do you know there's at least a million people in this country that would watch this? Um, uh, I would watch sharks on a plane. I, would I have the movie poster saying, um, uh, "Every water or every landing is a water landing." <laughs> Do you feel the need for teeth? Nope. Hate that. <laughs> All right. Hate All that right. real bad. Mm, Do you best. feel the need to feed? Boom. There it is. That's it. And Get it, Tom Cruise. Get it. And scene. And that article. Whatever. Hashtag day one. Go fuck yourself, Tom Cruise. Hashtag. Top Gun Maverick is starting. Who cares? <laughs> E3 starts in a measly two days in. Oh, right. We will not be there to cover. We will be watching into all the live streams. If you are not familiar with E3, as we struggled before, it stands for Electronic Entertainment Expo. It is the premier uh, press release, press conference uh, schedule for all of those things. Video games, uh, fans, and belovers uh, galore. So please uh, enjoy as we start to talk about a bit of... Um, Tashi Station speculation nailed it first try, lost man. As we go on and continue to uh, to describe what we think may or may not arrive at this year's 2018 uh, E3. First off, press conference schedule. Literally two days. Electronic Arts starts 2 p.m. EST. All these are going to be in um, Eastern Standard Time, so I'm just going to stop saying that. Sunday, June 10th, um, 4 p.m. starts off with Microsoft Bethesda, 9.30 uh De devolver digital don't know who they are but that starts at 11 uh monday so that's the 11th of june square enix should be some interesting should be some interesting stuff um ubisoft after that the pc gaming show which is typically what um 
like a mix of no yeah i mean yeah it's a, it's a lot of pc dev um guys like a pc bunch of dorcas's standing okay. on a table with a hole just squawking at him that's that's a whole conference if you ask me but yeah <laughs> and then you've got sony at 9 p.m on monday june 11th and then round it all out with nintendo which will probably be very uneventful i'm not sure it's a yeah, cardboard shit show <laughs> hey we've got a the labo vibrator i mean i don't i don't know what yeah, they're gonna come out with I but i hope they just stop doing that <laughs> say hey take your 700 dollars Nintendo, <laughs> yeah, and then rummage through the garbage real quick and come up with peripherals. <laughs> like, how yeah. does that fucking work? It do, it does work. It's very bizarre, and I don't even think Ryan understands what the Labo is, but no, it's uh, it's real bad. Why am I even in this part of the conversation? That's what I <laughs> Consider well, it a Labo. Yeah. <laughs> The Labo, the Labo, Ryan, is the, is the cardboard kit that you could buy to put your oh. video game stuff into, and then you could have sex with it. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you could make like a piano or a robot. You didn't have sex yeah. with it. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, that last part, Donnie, I don't, I don't know yeah, if that's really what they intended true. it for yours. Yeah. Use those keys were not for... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's episode yeah. 69, man. We gotta have fun somewhere. <laughs> this is... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like my kids would just take those pieces of cardboard, just shake them all around and just throw them everywhere. Like, I don't know. I, trust yeah. me, I left a deck of cards at your house once and your daughter did destroy it. So I that totally game, agree. That cards should, against humanity? Yeah, you shouldn't get a, anything oh, 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 cardboard. Definitely right. not. I felt bad. Yeah. I came I came downstairs like, oh! <gasps> it's fine. Oh, no. It's fine. The he cards trusted still me with those. <laughs> the cards still work. <laughs> Anyways, we are moving on. So first off, we're going to go through these uh, <laughs> developer by developer. These will be extremely out of order. This came basically from a Polygon.com article um, that, that was released about six, seven days ago. So I am planning to watch as many of these as I can or at least catch the highlights. Uh, I, I'm looking for, forward to a lot of these things. A lot of these things also I can't speak to. So Lost Man... And Ryan, I hope that you guys kind of jump in, but um, let's kick it off with Microsoft. Uh, first off, Microsoft, Laos, just just quick question to you before we get into it. Okay, you know, this article is stating that they're going to triple down on franchises like Halo, Forza, uh, Gears of War. Like, great, that's awesome. But do you think that this, it's E3, right? It's E3, so it's not necessarily only about the games do you think there's going to be a hardware play that xbox pulls or not xbox microsoft pulls into this uh quote unquote holodeck something like that i mean do you think that's a possibility that might steal the spotlight in the microsoft uh press conference yeah um so fantastic question because absolutely um i i feel like they've uh you know, not to not to chalk up their successes or not so much successes, uh, but they've done that every time, and they've done that since the Connect, and they will continue to do that, even including the Connect <laughs> yet again. <laughs> that um, <clears throat> the Connect pretty much isn't working so much, and um, you know, it's a technology that they're forcing because they need to, because without that technology, that it's one of those things that they'll never advance that next technology. Um, but, but, you know, not going down a, you know, crap on connect phase here, but, but yeah, uh, I absolutely think something like the holodeck is, or holodeck. <laughs> holodeck. Hardware. Yeah. Hard- I said holodeck, I think so. Well, the holodeck is, uh, is a very peculiar room from Star Trek, but not, you know, we're, we're not going to dive into that room tonight. Um, but okay. yeah. 
well, well, two more things. So, um, Halo Six, you think it's a possibility? Uh, yeah, I, it, they'd be dumb. They'd be real dumb not to, to waste just, to waste this time. Yeah, I mean, uh, Halo's going to go to ten. I mean, <laughs> in my opinion, there's yeah. no reason to stop. I mean, they've already started and stopped a war, and then started it again, and then said, "Well, now it's a different kind of war." And then they went, "Well, now it's different again." <laughs> like, like it's. Yeah. Okay, so part B of my two-part question. Um, do you think, I mean, I know that you've been slowly embracing and just listening to to me and my fandom of No Man's Sky. Now that in July, so a, literally a month, say a month from now, a month and a, a week or so from now, um, it will be available for the first time on Xbox. Do you think that we may, may, and this is totally off script here, get a No Man's Sky teaser, trailer, gameplay, capability, something that will be released during the Xbox piece only because that would equate to PC and PlayStation four, but you could sneak it in as an Xbox exclusive and get the, uh, the, the attention. Do you think that's a possibility at all? Because I mean, we talked about last week or last time, you know, uh, multiplayer, new expansions, base building, fighting, dog fighting, four groups, all that kind of crap. Do you think that's a possibility or do you think no man's sky is too segmented? Um, so I would actually, kind of go in between both of those options and i would say sort of a hybrid option uh xbox is notorious for 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 wanting to back the little guy so they 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 constantly push like smaller devs and you know just smaller developers i should say um for for games that may or may not be ready to go mainstream and whatnot i mean but they they'd like to push that like they like to give those sort of developers either the freedom or the success or the failure of um of, of trying something out on a mainstream you know uh mainstream platform so it, do i think that no man's sky could potentially make it on there absolutely would i absolutely put my money on a a small snippet of a trailer where they're like these are some of the games that you could look forward to and it's like blank 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 no man's sky for 25 seconds blank 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 and then that's the end of that clip yeah that's kind of where i think they they would sort of align and then say like look at all this cool stuff you can do but well i agree they have to do something because there is nothing on the Xbox platform. Like Xbox is sucking a bag of dicks right now. They have nothing to show for what whatever is going on. They really don't. I mean, they they just simply don't. Yeah, except you, for the, the backwards compatibility and the fact that you can play your Xbox games on your PC. That's great. But like, so that what is do not you why you buy a console? Sorry. But what are you doing when you buy No Man's Sky on your Xbox and you can play it on your PC? But it originally was a PC. <laughs> that sounds like why couldn't you have done this from the beginning you asshole <laughs> that's yeah, what like, it sounds I, like to me i'm like all right who's the who's the jerk here i well i mean there's some questions that are raised for that typical or that particular situation uh but yeah so i mean i do i think they'll make it a focal point to get back to your original question i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say it's a snippet in a collage at best uh, I agree. I agree, and that makes me sad because, like, I'm really dying for for more information about it. But but it's fine. Well, try um, being try being day one on Minecraft, bro. Like everyone was just like, "This is a computer thing." <laughs> like, that's all try, we wanted to do. Try being an Xbox One owner. That's all. It's just like wow, this is a thing. <laughs> I mean, uh, boy. Like to reiterate, right. I just got a PS4 in December, so so I, I just got one yeah. Black Friday. We we're good. <laughs> we're on the same page here. Um, yeah. All right, moving on. Sony. Let's talk about Sony. I know we don't oh, have a lot to say Sony. about this. 
Well, we have some, I guess, Ron, you can say whatever you want to. Um, we don't, <laughs> the, only <Nice>. thing, <laughs> the only thing I'm excited about for Sony, uh, and this is the PS4, right? This is the system we all have, is that the, um, the, the Spider-Man game looks really promising. It looks very good. Uh, Laos and I played the Spider-Man game on like PS3 a long time ago, and it was okay. Uh, I mean, it was good. It was really, it was the best one, whatever it had, you know, a superhero movie or a game. Um, it was really good. So I'm, I'm very excited for this. I think it's going to be good. Am I going to get it? Probably not. Um, things like Death Standing, uh, Last of Us Part Two, I may actually pick up before then. Uh, but I think those are also going to be cross-platform. So I'm not overly concerned with anything that Sony's really going to bring out for this. Uh, Last Man, Ryan. Well, so being that Sony's kind of between PS4 and PS5, all that fun stuff, do you think that there'll be any sort of inclination or or announcement as to when well because i think they're what three years away from releasing ps5 or you know something like that like are they going to tease it are they going to show something like is there an in-betweener sort of thing going on well well, there is an in-betweener it's the ps4 pro like right like that's technically the ps5 quote unquote but that came out a year and a half s's and well, yeah. well, that that came out a year and a half after the PS4 did, right? So, like, well, okay. maybe even longer than that. So, like, that that was kind of the intermediary. But no, I I think that's a great it's a great freaking point, and I've heard that many times. I don't think that Sony is going to use this press conference to announce the PS next whatever it is the next ps4 5 whatever it is. I, I don't think they're going to do that. I think this is going to be heavy on games heavy on stuff they teased last E3 or last year ago. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think it will be showing all the demos, enabling the, part of the, the beauty of being at E3 is that when you see these press conferences, then you walk out of the conference and they hand you a device and you say, go go play the game. Now we just talked about this game and now it's available in, in three months. It'll be out there in the market. And that's, that's when E3 and the culmination of what it stands for really comes together correctly. Um, I think that's what's going to happen. If they're going to announce PS5, 5, I think that's going to be a different platform. But Last Man, what do you what do you think? Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and agree with you on that one because uh, this would be a poor opportunity to announce the PS5. I mean, it it just doesn't just make too sense much as, stuff. Yeah, well, it doesn't yeah. make sense as a company. PS3 or I'm sorry, PS4 isn't even like dying yet. Like it's not even no. like being outclassed by its well, TV. It's not they even... did have some lower sales, but I'm just you know throwing that out there. Uh, they have lower sales because yeah, I mean, I, I think they're still in the lead. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, you know, lower sales while still being in lead just means that man, slow month, bro. Like, but <laughs> I mean, for everyone, like, gotta drop it down to three hundred. <laughs> yeah, again, you know, I I don't think. I don't think now would be a right time at all because once you drop that next system, once you say, "Hey, hey guess what's in the works?" Mm-hmm. People go, "Well, I ain't, I ain't buying another controller for my PS4." Like I, that's true. They say, "I'm not buying a lot of that stuff." Because they go, just go, "Okay, I'll wait." Like, so you, you don't do that while a system still has life. So th- I don't think the PS4 is in jeopardy of that at all. So it, it'd be dumb. What I do hope is that they, um, I do hope they touch base with a lot of things that need still do need to be corrected like some of these uh these free to play uh games i think they've gotten a little out of hand i think i would love to see some maybe some updates maybe some new free to play games that kind of have a different sort of take on the whole system uh things like war thunder they kind of in my opinion they're not that fun to play just because they're so like caught up on themselves 
they kind of just uh, they say, oh, it's free to play. But by the way, if you don't spend three dollars at least, you're kind of just yeah, you're BF'd. Yeah. So. Yep. No, I agree. I think a lot of that crap sucks, and we'll get into Nintendo. But Nintendo also does a lot of that crap with their apps and stuff. And we we will get into that in a second. But I just want to bring up the fact that PlayStation Three came out in two thousand six, November. 2006 and the playstation 4 came out seven years later in 2013 so for them to announce playstation 5 quote unquote right um in 2018 which is you know five years after their their playstation 4 came out it's probably not going to happen i think maybe next maybe next year at the earliest um they the the pro actually launched in 2016 so that's three years after so if you think about it in a halfway point it would be 2019 before they logically from their previous history here uh, would release another system but i mean it's an evolving market you know and technology evolves much quicker than we anticipate it does so uh so it's, it's definitely a possibility but but that's interesting interesting conversation guys definitely so um good so i think i've expressed what I want to see with Sony, Nintendo. Nintendo is probably going to be a son of a bitch as they always are. This is pretty divisive. Uh, they so last last E three they literally teased uh, Metro Prime, Metroid Prime Four and um, a Pokemon game and Smash Brothers. So I think they will absolutely, without a doubt, I will put one hundred dollars on it. Touch on at least those three uh, titles. I think that they're going to have. I don't know if it'll be a playable demo or if it'll be gameplay footage of Metroid Prime 4. I do not think that's going to come out in the near future. But the point of this E3 is that they said everything we talk about at E3 is coming out this year before 2019, which gives me hope. So Metroid Prime 4, I think they may or may not even discuss because it might not come out this year. We know for a fact the two Pokemon games are coming. The Pokemon whatever, Pikachu and whatever, Eevee, are all coming out. And those are retreads, which Lost, I think, we talked about it offline, not online, but we talked about your your opinion of that. So if you can go into that for a bit here in a second, um, I think that there's a Star Fox game coming out, Star Fox Grand Prix, something like that is coming out. Um, But besides that, I mean, you know, there's... Those are the the heavy hitters, but Laos, first off, give me your give me your your takes on the Pokemon game because we talked about it, and then we'll talk about Super Smash and Metroid Prime. Yeah, so in a nutshell, uh, there is that trailer that is out. Uh, in my opinion, it was extremely misleading. <laughs> um, uh, there's a trailer that that you know, for those of you who haven't seen it, um, where it almost appears that. Uh, some sort of augmented reality or VR or, you know, something is happening where, uh, you know, a Pikachu is all about, like, helping you out in your day-to-day. And then, hey, let's play the game. And then you get into the game, and it plays almost 100% like a Game Boy Advance version of, um, of like, an older Pokemon game where you're slightly top-down um, and you're still turn-based in your in the fighting and everything's still kind of hit or miss just chuck a pokeball at it and call it a day sort of um you know which is fine for those people who love that but i ryan, sort of uh, ryan did you ever play the pokemon on like game boy and stuff oh yeah because laos had red you like you had red laos i no, you had blue i had red i had blue yes 
Yeah, I still I have, have uh, yellow, blue, and silver. So, so, I, so used to, I used to have two uh, Game Boys, so I go back and forth with the cord and change trade, Pokemon. Yeah, I, yeah actually, I still have see. a. I still have all my cartridges upstairs. I'm proud of that. Me too. So, with 150 so, Pokemon on, or 151 Pokemon, including Mewtwo on one of them. So, Ryan, did you just hear the explanation of what this may be? Essentially, what they're doing is there was a. Well, what version was it? Was it yellow or was it? Something else where Pikachu literally followed you around. It, that it was yellow. In, that was yellow. So, so Ryan, because that was the one with Pikachu on it. That was yellow. No, it was Zapdos on it, but yeah. No, that was during the Legendary Saga. So whatever, it doesn't wait. Really Zapdos wasn't legendary. No, he wait. was legendary. It doesn't freaking Zapdos matter. wasn't. <laughs> what I'm saying <laughs> is that at the end of the day, what they've done is they they replicated the old um, Nintendo, like the, yep. the the Game Boy version. And they brought it to Switch. Are you excited for that, Ryan? I might actually buy a Switch for, for that. Just for that. Yeah. Because Laos is he if you listen to the last 10 minutes of his monologue, he's very upset about it. Why? Because yeah, it's they <laughs> literally did I, did, I, did I miss why already? I'm sorry. Yeah, well, yes! but, yeah. <laughs> you're really jamming on that phone. Um, but yeah, no. <laughs> um I, it, it is the Game Boy version. The Game Boy version returned. Like you're basically going to be doing exactly what you did on a Game Boy Advance several years ago. It's even the same view almost. It's not so much a top down, but it's at that angle. And so, okay, but it's what there? you did several years ago. What about all the new kids that haven't played it? Okay, and they're maybe. only they're, okay. So, so here's the thing. I bought Madison a Game Boy Color, and we played Pokemon for a little while, and that was about it. If okay. All the new kids coming in, they're all getting the the new Switch, and they're all playing it, and they see the graphics. If you hand them a Game Boy and say, "Hey, go play this," what are you gonna do? They're they're not they 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 might play it, but they're also used to Pokemon Go, and they're they're you know trying to go outside actually and catch Pokemon. But now you reinvent the game, different elements, different places, but almost the same thing. I mean, it's kind of the same visual. I saw some photos. Now you're bringing in the younger generation. So you don't really care about the older generation that played it before. You want the newer generation to play it because they're your 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 bread and butter. That's the deception and the moneymaker at the same time. I I will see some logic in that. Absolutely. Um yeah, no. I I totally can see that bringing in the younger or the younger generation would be uh, a very smart move. I mean, yeah, I'll, I will concede and say that, that that's smart. Uh, but the problem that I still have is that the game has kind of always been like held back, in my opinion, just my opinion alone. Absolutely, it's been held back by this turn-based nonsense. Yes, I agree. Because yeah, I mean, it's well, it's 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 like the when you have three players, four players, whatever, standing side here, and you're like, you do this attack, you do this attack. There's no like real action. It's not. It's nope. not like a Street Fighter. Yeah, where you okay. can press you know different keys and make them do different movements. It's hey Pidgeotto, do wing gust or whatever and it does it and then ratatata goes ah, and like bites you like yeah you know. why couldn't that have been done at the same time exactly why Two why couldn't they've just been really scrapping together so what you're saying laos man is they need to make a street fighter version of pokemon where yeah. the pokemon can take quick action movements or or commands of of attacks and then still fight each other at the same time 
with live action almost drama. If so, well, uh, kind me... of. Well, hold on, hold on. Let me. Let me. That just... would make it really interesting. It yes to a point, but more like a Skyrim with a like a counterpart. Mm. Um, that's what I'm actually hoping for. So you've got. You may, and I don't know your extensive knowledge of Skyrim, but Skyrim, you mm-hmm. get like allies. Yeah, you get allies. They they follow you around. They're they're your buddies and whatnot. How about a called upon ally that you get to sort of command? They get a little bit of free will, and you just sort of explore the world together. And it's got all your buddies. You 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 call them out with a pokeball. You bring them back with a pokeball. That's all cool. Put them in your little backpack and do all the sorts of you know, giggle when you drop your digital camera, whatever they do. Um, but sort of just sort of go after the world and like you sort of use them appropriately, just like in the show, it would basically follow the show back in the day. Um, that's exactly what this world needs. It doesn't need another turn-based digital top down viewing Pokemon game. I, I totally agree with that because that was one of the reasons I stopped playing it. Yeah, oh, and that's and that's what I'm trying to tell you guys too. Is like I I wouldn't expect it anytime soon, but I, I and it certainly won't be for 2018 E3, but it, it is happening. That is in the works, and I promise you that this, it's like this a re- Pokemon Mortal Kombat. <laughs> well, this this retread, this like skin, like well, it's not it's not even gonna be that because like well, you love you love the um the Dragon, Dragon Ball. Ball game, yeah, yep. but it's it's not gonna be that. That's easy. That that's easy to do. But it's it, but easy. It's, I'm still on like level twelve. On no, I'm not saying two. it's easy to play. I'm saying it's easy to make. But <laughs> 2019, if we don't see an a Pokemon RPG, I I will I will punch myself in the face. I'm just saying you're like right. that's you're right. That's that's what I think it's going to happen. It's not going to be this I, year. But I, but I, what I really think is people want to see. Okay, let's go back to the original 151 Pokemon. Uh, I think people want to see Charizard blowing a a blast of fireball whilst Blastoise is killing that flame. Like I, I think yeah, that's sure. what Last Man's saying. Like let's get yeah. some action. Let's let's not make yeah. it so one dimensional. Let's but get standing on that. It's been done for 25 years. Let's get let's get going. Right. But but you don't understand that each time they do a new rendition of this thing, which they have done for the last 25 years. To your point, they get the the young kid that's got you know had the Game Boy, now has the 3DS, now has the whatever that thing was called in between now has the 64 now has the switch like they they keep pandering to the appropriate age group that that is applicable for that system at that time this rendition of it is going to pull in some of us veterans if you will quote unquote that that you know played the game back then so yeah this is enough for me but then there's gonna be a bunch of like i'm not going on that because it's not a full rpg open world get that but it will also suck in all those kids who are walking around still playing their their pokemon go because on that you can simply transfer your pokemon from your pokemon well, that's go true that's over true. to your switch so but think about it. it's a market play right like if you're going after millennials or whatever it is that's it's a market play and that's what these two ev and and pikachu games are and they're gonna literally a b test them and say well who won pikachu and what ev didn't sell as much so next time we're just gonna do all pikachus like it's that's how it's gonna be and that's fine but when the rpg comes out that will be for the hardcore fan that will be for the millennial that wants to get that you know that 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 i want to touch base my childhood that's what that'll be for this well, with Eevee, it. you just need either a flame, fire stone, a uh, water stone, lightning stone, and no. no. <laughs> really oh, yeah, I have like eight stones. <laughs> I played Pokemon really Go. Now. I have a bunch of them. 
Yeah, Pokemon. you're really. That's really about as down. open. By the way, Pokemon Go is about the, as open a world as you can get because you're literally crossing traffic to try to catch a Pokemon. I have seen yeah, it. Not it's, a good idea. It's bullshit though. Like I, don't, I do not like the Pokemon Go, but but I do. I, I have not stopped playing only because I want to be prepared for when this game comes out. <laughs> I'd like to bring one counterpoint in, um, which is going to be quite controversial, but. Again, it's off script here. Um, so I'd like to talk about Jurassic Park video games, only video games, not movies or anything. Um, and I'll try and keep this as brief as possible. But uh, basically, I'd like to go through a brief history of all the Jurassic Park video games, where they have been and where they're kind of going. And yeah, I'm going to keep it super brief because this kind of ties into what we're talking about right now. In the past, Jurassic Park video games have had this sort of top-down RPG almost um, outlook towards things. Uh, we had it on, I believe it was the Super Nintendo, um, or actually it was the, the regular Nintendo, either which way. We had one where you ran around in the park, things had already gone, you know, issues already hit the fan. You ran around in the park, you picked up dino eggs, you had fun, you ran from monsters. It was great. Um, since then, the, all every single, well, I shouldn't say every single, but most of the Jurassic Park video games have kind of been garbage because they've been missing the mark. All they need to do, or all they have been doing, is park management. They've been doing things where you interact minimally in the world. Well, and what iPhone apps, be? like they've been apps. Yeah. It's not iPhone, been a full blown game. Well, there have been full blown games, but they've not been full blown games in which they need to be. All Jurassic Park games need to do is create an RPG. They need to create some sort of Morrowind or Skyrim where you are a mm. park person. And you run around existing amongst dinosaurs. That's all they need to do. But that would be that, that would be fun if you got like got attributes and better guns and stuff like that. It's Grand Theft Auto in Jurassic Park. That's all you need to do. That's it. That is it. It's game over. NPCs are dinosaurs. That's all you got to do. The game is going to be a huge hit. But what they've done <laughs> is they created Jurassic Park Evolution, which you are a park manager. You figure out how you want to raise your park, and then you only sometimes get to be a first-person view riding in a Jeep or a helicopter to, like, assist tag dinosaurs. That's it. It's oh, got several. Yeah, I know. So bad. It was so close to being beautiful, and it could have. It's coming out this year. It was so close to being. They a should just burn that. All they got to do again: make that same game, but Grand Theft Auto rules. That's all you got to do, and True. that's the end of the rant. But I'm just. I, we won't. You don't even need to put that in if you don't want. If you want no, to, no, that should be talked about. Well, if you want to talk about Jurassic Park Evolution later, I mean, it's a big game. It's coming out soon. I didn't see it on the notes, but. It's it's very similar parallel. Sounds like the Pokemon. Sims. <laughs> now I want to talk about I want to talk about Grand Theft Auto Five quotes in a Jurassic Park World game where it was like I'm walking here. If you if you hit a Gallimimus, that was and my all of a sudden your Rex roar. By the way, that was terrible. Heard that? If yeah. you hit a Gallimimus, and then all of a sudden the guy behind the wheel goes, "Why do you exist?" That would just be a mind. <laughs> it'd quite literally be a mind. Doctor Wong. Doctor Wong is the answer. Can Jeff Goldblum just follow you everywhere? Wow. Uh, life will find uh, find find a way. So it will. You <laughs> mad respect. Mad. <laughs> that was great. We have to move on. God damn dinosaurs! Whoa, where? <clears throat> how do we get here? I don't. From I don't. Pokemon's. Okay, I 
still don't follow. But uh, anyways, Bethesda. So we're talking about Bethesda, which brings us directly into what you were just talking about, Laos. Um, did How anyone play games? Do we have? Yeah, just stu- <laughs> these are studios, not games. Studios. Studios. He's trying. Five, four or five left. Oh my god. Oh jeez. Yeah, it's gonna last forever. Um. So essentially, okay, Laos man, do you think we're getting another Elder Scrolls? Yes. No. Let's move on. Uh, they're still not done with the online version of Elder Scrolls. So I'm gonna say no. We're not getting a new one. Yes, we're getting a re like a readjustment, I should say, um, or like potentially some new content. There's still a lot of meat on that bone. Um, so yeah. Two two things about that. First off, Skyrim is like the greatest game of our generation so far, right? Like, why don't they just say, "Hey, guess what? Skyrim Two is coming," right? You could travel I, there. You could travel I, to Morrowind. Well, I'm just saying they they could do that. Secondarily, uh, they do have... So you know how much I love, and I'm on the tip of No Man's Sky. Well, Bethesda has been working on a game called Starfield, and it is essentially Skyrim in space. I don't know what that means, but that could be potentially very cool. Um, It's a long-time rumor, and it's very much not confirmed by any means, and they may not even hint on it here, but... If Bethesda did a space simulator like No Man's Sky, but they did it to the level of, you know, uh, Skyrim, it, mm. that could be very cool. So I would be very excited to see that. Um, Fallout, Elder Scrolls, Rage 2, you know, whatever. The Starfield, quote unquote, would be really cool. And uh, Skyrim 2, which I don't think they're going to announce this year, would be very cool. Uh, I would share your I would share your uh, passion for Starfield. That, that... In my opinion, Bethesda, they've got things going on, but they don't have things going like so majorly going on. Like they have some room to to have a new, a whole new dealie going on. I mean, that would be a great title. I really like the sound of that. It's very inspiring. Um, and they've kind of just been, in my opinion, maintaining a lot of their older titles at this point. You know, adding the online to Skyrim, that's fun. And, you know, I dig it, but, you know, that's only going to get you so far. I mean, but it'd be great for them to come up with a boss new title like that. Um, yeah. Huge fan. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, you got anything on that? Hmm? All right. Moving on. EA. Yeah. Oh so boy. We're cracking, <laughs> cracking on three. EA four sports. EA sports. Correct. In so EA, game. well, EA currently holds the title for all star Wars games. It's in the, uh, the, the ability to print money. However, they have not been able to do so without <laughs> pissing off everybody. Very, very bad year in 2017 for EA when they had a decade of rough publicity uh, for the Worst Company America Awards in 2012 and 13. Uh, They pushed loot boxes into the Need for Speed, Star Wars Battlefront 2, and every other game they had, which pissed off everybody. Uh, So I think they will do a uh, complete press conference of Make Good. That's what I personally think. I agree with this guy. Um, they're almost certainly going to announce the Battlefield Five V, if you will. Uh, they may even put out a, a classic or free game for Star Wars fans and whatnot. Uh, the problem is that uh, the guys who made like the messy Mass Effect Andromeda, who was was again pretty weirdly received, um, they're stopping development on the Visceral Studios, uh, who made the same same game, uh, their Star Wars game. So I would love for an actual Star Wars RPG to come out. I do not think it's going to happen in 2018 EA. Uh, but I could be wrong. Uh, Laos, I know you're very excited about Battlefield. Do you think 
EA has, you know, this besides Anthem, which again, yeah, huh, great. Like, um, fucking Destiny with jetpacks, fun. That's cool, but that's even wearing off. So, what is EA gonna bring, man? So, uh, there's I have two different trains of thought on this, and I'll make it as quick as possible. Um, <clears throat> so, so EA actually has gone ahead and dropped. Uh, this is about two weeks ago. They went ahead and dropped a trailer. Uh, it's sort of a teaser trailer for the new Battlefield V, aka Battlefield Five. Um, they dropped that trailer and uh, almost going directly back to Star Wars. It was polarizing immediately. Uh, there are people who loved it. There are people who hated it. Unfortunately, I'm one of the people who's not a fan of it. Um, I am so excited. This is why I'm, I, I'm, I'm kind of, it's a bittersweet thing. I'm so excited for Battlefield 5. It's been confirmed when the timeline is. I mean, we're talking World War II. If you haven't heard it now, you're hearing it now. Uh, it's World War II, but the trailer that they showed was atrocious. And if it, if they just stick to their guns at EA and they, they just try and show this trailer again and say, oh, well, not all of you caught it on our Instagram. Uh, no, that's that's going to be a fail. Uh, um, just in terms of getting that hype build up, because the trailer was real bad. It was so Call of Duty esque, and it was just so jumping around. It was face painted during World War Two in like like almost the same face paint of like the Braveheart movie. But um, I would like, yeah, there's a robot arm. There's just this fast paced motion of people getting shot and standing back up again. It, it was so cartoony. It was almost Fortnite in a World War II setting, and it made me upset. Um, so I'm going to chalk that up personally to them just having a bad, bad, bad marketing team. Bad, bad choice. Bad choice on what you showed. Um, that was that was not a good call. Um, <clears throat> the game still could be great. I'm very excited. I'm hoping it is. Um, I'm optimistically scared, though, um, because they showed some things that hopefully aren't going to be a main focal point in the game. Hopefully those will just be small little things that, well, yeah, you can paint your face blue. Fun, like, you know, for multiplayer. Um, I'm hoping that's kind of the situation, but right now I'm, I'm a little bit apprehensive. All right, and what about Anthem? Give me give me one line on Anthem, what your thoughts are for that. Well, um, I, I still am undecided. I, I don't quite know what to make of that. Um, a lot of hype. I feel like it's so the hype is so forced. Yeah, like it's not like people are saying, "Oh, I'm really excited." It's like you should be excited about Anthem. It's gonna it's gonna rock your world. Really? Really? Is it? Yeah. The um, what is it about it that's gonna rock my world besides you telling me that? I feel like the Flex Seal guy is the one who's like in charge <laughs> of the marketing. For this. He's like in an Anthem boat somehow, where he's like, I can buy a jetpack. Yeah, he's like the bottom <laughs> Bottom of this boat is powered by jetpacks, and I am not sinking because <laughs> Flex Seal. I mean Flex Seal. I mean Anthem. Which I do. I, I do stand by that product. I've used Flex Seal on my gutters. Uh, it works quite well. So. Well, fine then. My pillow. I don't give a shit. <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving be on. Featured on our next podcast, Flex Seal, or my pillow. That guy's super. That creepy. one too. Yeah, that guy's so. He creepy. touches the pillow so like so, so mustachey. 
Show yes. Yeah. When he touched the pillow, it's like, where did the bad man touch you? Point to it on <laughs> oh, the pillow. Oh my god. And he's right. like, it's right so here. <laughs> he's just like, and he's fluffing it, and he's like, yeah, he's like, it's yeah. like he's playing the piano, but he's really just fluffing he's pillows. Just really it's, just blowing yeah. buttholes. Yeah. It's uh, Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> You're just giving How much belly longer is this episode children? going to be? All right, we're ending very soon. <laughs> this Ooh, is taking a turn. You said that three hours ago. <laughs> this is taking a turn. All right, well, quick hits here. We're going to get quick hits. Ubisoft, ready? Go for it. Oh, my God. Uh, Assassin's hopefully. Creed, we got it. Okay, damn it. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> they just made a movie, make another one, just get on with it. You really think you really think they're gonna they're gonna announce another Assassin's Creed? I feel like Origins just came out literally last year because it did. It did, but it then did. was there was Russia, then there was China, then there was I mean, there were so many Assassin's Creeds that they don't need to keep doing the same deal. But what about Assassin's Creed rumored to be sent in Greece? Would you be down for that? How about a futuristic one? All about- futuristic. Yeah, I was about to say, how about they all have the same name? How about that? Okay. So I, I quit having to learn all these damn names for people I'm calling myself. <laughs> how about how about Square Enix? Uh, pinball. They're going to pinball. Simple. Got it. That's bad. That's bad. That's. Let's take, never, let's take a controller with 19 buttons on it and let's use one. <laughs> I never I never played Kingdom Hearts three, but everybody says Kingdom Hearts three is coming. That's fine. Good for you. Don't care. Just Cause 4. I do care about that because I love Just Cause. <laughs> love Just Cause, yeah. I mean... <laughs> that would be cool. They, yeah, as long as I keep those uh, those little hand jets, that's <laughs> all I need. Uh, it, that, that makes my heart happy. When you put a jet, like, you, you could put a little jet thruster on anything, such as a cow. You can put one on the front of the cow, one on the back, and then two on the sides, and then the cow just goes... <sighs> and blasts off into space and that <laughs> and that eventually explodes but until that point nothing better <laughs> all right last but not least activision D- come on the really call d call of duty that's fine destiny 2 expansion that's fine blizzard i do think they're gonna do more with diablo i think they're gonna have probably some some throwback diablo like diablo 3 i think there was rumored that was coming out i don't it think it's rumored. out yeah i don't think it's out yet so i think they'll get some more detail on that Destiny 2 expansion, obviously, they'll throw something in the mix. Um, and Call of Duty, I mean, are you expecting anything from Call of Duty, Ross? Uh, DLC, that's that's about it. I mean, there's nothing for them to do right now. Anything. Zombies. Yeah, it's an inevitable. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they're known for that now. Like, I mean, they do, <laughs> they do things like... But, they, and, you know, there, there's something to be said about the zombies that they do. I'm not going to go into detail, but Orange Eyes, like, very blatant. Like, all right, well... Those are one kind of zombies, not like any other movie ever, but whatever zombies. Yeah. I mean, it's just not even, I don't know. I'm not amused by it anymore. That's just my take. Yeah. All right. Well, me neither, but overall, are you excited for E3? I am excited for E3, except for it's on Pacific time. So do you think just, just again, in one sentence, do you think that this is going to be the most influential, most exciting E3 of all times? Or are you saying, as we said, you know, at the beginning of this year, man, video games don't have like a ton going on. Like what, what is this going to be? I think there's going to be some upsets. I really think, so I doubt that it will happen, but I think that Microsoft is going to pull something out of their asses. Like I, I just think so because they've got nothing going on. I think Nintendo, we, we know it already. I, I don't think that's going to be anything crazy. Um, I think the, the Microsoft stuff is going to be pretty impressive. And I think there's going to be some some EA make good, 
you know, and I think that's that's the biggest thing I'm taking away from it. Lost man, like give me your quick hits. Yeah, so EA really needs to play that hustle. I mean, they got to hurry up. Hurry up yeah. defense on them. Um, and, and yeah, they're, they're totally going to do that. But at I have to say at some point, at what cost? I mean, yeah, we dig it. Um, you're you're trying to give away things. You're trying to say, oh, cool. We don't, we don't charge money for loot boxes and we don't do all that jazz anymore. anymore. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's great. I'm so glad you had to clarify that by saying anymore. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, not not too thrilled with what that's going to mean because that's just going to mean everyone running around with stupid blue faces and peacock suits and dumb stupid stuff and yeah you know that, that is what it is but um moving beyond that uh i i don't think you know just speaking as a whole for e3 i i, I think you're right i don't think playstation is going to really do a whole lot they're going to say hey we got some cool games coming out neat uh and then uh xbox might try and pull some some big rich maneuver where they say oh look at these goggles you can buy or oh look at this dongle you can entertain yeah <laughs> uh, yeah they're, they're they're probably gonna try something like that but uh in all honesty what they need to i do hope they is... come out on stage and just just totally just get it in <laughs> some we... dongle <laughs> <laughs> what they need to do is you know to anybody who's ever watched e3 before get 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 your shit together man when they launched <laughs> battlefield 4 they didn't have audio for the trailer how does that even happen i don't wow. know how microsoft it was microsoft and like phil spencer or not was it it's, phil the, spencer. P- it's the pc it's the pc's fault the pc isn't working right Dude, here i'm sorry it's a- favorite favorite part of that e3 where the audio didn't work for battlefield 4 it just it, they were sitting a whole room was sitting in silence they were playing the trailer and, so, and he goes we're gonna need a minute and then he turns to the screen and looks at the screen just to avoid everyone else and somebody goes fix it and he goes we're trying and then he looks back at the screen and it was like oh things have not gone your way this day <laughs> like, no. like you need to somebody's losing their job all right and in any event i hope for a lot i don't think we're gonna get a lot Okay. Ryan, any uh, quick hits you want to talk about before we end this uh, this app here? For video games or... Oh, For boy. E3 as a general oh, boy. discussion. How is that text going, though? Let's talk about that. <laughs> Can you get that text message going? Uh, how is their after-school program tomorrow? <laughs> like, I have to know. <laughs> no, I'm good. I, I've got something post-E3 stuff, but not, not, not for E3, so... Okay, good. Well, um, I just want to say thanks again for everybody paying attention. I know this was a rather long one, so um, we'll go ahead and wrap it up here for episode 69. Come on! I had like four or five <laughs> uh, My name is Donnie. You can find me at the Brewmasters Club on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, everywhere else that you can find your favorite socials, medias. Um, please do take a moment we asked we actually asked if you've listened this long thank you first off for listening this long we asked in our last episode to rate and uh and uh, five stars or whatever on itunes and you all did for the first time ever if you look on our our, our apple podcast uh rating we we have a 5.0 and i just want to give a round of applause to everyone out there who 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 actually took a moment to review us thank you and um, if you're doing it on SoundCloud, if you're doing it on uh, Podbean or wherever else or Google Play, I really, we really appreciate you. And um, if you could, if you could do it again, that'd be great. If you haven't done it already, please do throw us a review or a like if you're enjoying this content. If you're not, 
don't leave it in the review. Just just reach out at Brewmasters Club, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever you want. Um, but let us know. But but we do appreciate everybody who has given us a review, and we, we do encourage that for the future. Mr. Lossman, where can the good kids find you? Uh, I can be found at Mr. Lossman uh, <clears throat> and with a soft cough. Hashtag soft cough. <laughs> um, from my compadre. <laughs> <laughs> Good time for whispering. He's Great back time to whispering. whispering. Yeah. Hey, and Mr. Whisper, where can we find you? <laughs> Before I say that, I just did want to drop this in here. Tomorrow, the new trailer for the new Halloween movie will be coming out. And I think that's actually pretty intriguing. But you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at BroodBoy813. And you can also follow us on the Craft Brews and Geek News Facebook page, Craft Brews and Geek News. There you go. It, it is an approval only ask to get in, but that is again so we can weed out the assholes and keep all of the good people, which is what I hope to be all everybody's listening in the group because we're enjoying it so far and I'm really having a good time. So thank oh, you yeah. all for being there. Mr. Rye Guy, as we say at the end of every podcast, please take us home. Ooh, I wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> Mr. Lousman, as we say at the end of every episode of the podcast. Whatever lifts your skirt up, man. Nothing, nothing about like E three or anything. I, like I, I just, I just don't, went with an old cowboy I quote. Don't Maybe an hour me. ago. You guys are yeah, really. It's very here, bad. Here, come, it's, come, come back to me. Come back to me. Come back to me. We're back to you, Mister Brood Boy. Just say it. <laughs> Should have asked me that an hour ago, Donnie. Okay. Yeah. Hilarious. That was really good. <laughs> okay. Well, that's about. I'm right. stopping now. <laughs> You've been listening to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News. Grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content. Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and Facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club. Cheers. <laughs>